All right. So today uh, we're going to be diving into 1 John and we're going to be looking at God's love and how it is so different and so much better than our love. But before all that, I'm going to pray. So please join me in prayer. Uh, Dear God, I pray that you will let me speak clearly, uh, that it will be easy to understand. And I pray that we'll all be able to come away from tonight uh, learning something about your word. I pray this in your son's name. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, I'm sure most of us have at some point found ourselves scrolling through Facebook or through Instagram in our spare time, right? And so at least whenever I go on, there's always a picture of a cute dog on its back playing in the grass. It's great. I love it. Um, And I'm sure this is the case for most people. Well, I also find that there's always a beautiful picture of a sunset with an inspirational quote over it, similar to the one that I have behind me. And they normally say something along the lines of, do what you love and makes you happy. And it's not just a, a one and done deal either. There are plenty of them. I think on one particular occasion, I found about six or seven of these inspirational quotes. So it's not like just a couple people post them. And when you see them, you kind of just think, oh, yeah, that's a nice thought, and then you move on. But when you really think about it, what is it that we love? So for me, it's, it's video games and TV, but it could be something like cooking or even as simple as running, right? And when we see these quotes, we see how the world views love. And it's that a lot of people think this way, that love is something to make you feel better about yourself, that it's something to make yourself happy. It is a selfish love. Worldly love is self-centered, not consistent and is changing. But that's not what 1 John tells us love is. And so if we look at verse 8 of the passage, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. If God is love, then God's love is perfect. God's love is eternal. God's love is free. And God's love has no boundaries. Because God is love and because God is eternal and has no boundaries, then God's love, of course, has to be perfect. So looking back at last week's talk in Hosea, uh, Hosea 14.4, tells us about God's love. It says, I will heal their waywardness and love them freely. We look to God whose love is perfect. We see his love through Jesus, who sacrificed himself at every point in his life. He chose to be with the poor and with the sinners rather than with the rich. He loved without wanting anything in return. And the most important thing he did was sacrifice his life for everyone. This is the ultimate example of perfect love. God's love is radical because it is so different from the world's view of love. God's love is about others, not about yourself, which is what makes it so unique. So we see the difference between God's love and worldly love, and it should be clear to see which one we should rely on, God's love because his love is eternal and never changes, we can rely on it. 
We don't want worldly love because it doesn't last. It takes what God shows is love and it changes things to make it better for ourselves. Because God is love, because God's love is perfect, we should seek to love others like God does. Since God is love, his design for love is perfect, and that is the perfect way to love. And this means that his love is inherently correct and that ours is incorrect. To love like God, we need to understand what perfect love is. But as people who have grown up in a world of selfish love, it's sometimes difficult to know what perfect love is. Right, so I have a pen here, this pen here. And so it's nice and bright and beautiful and colourful. So I'm going to tell you this pen is blue. This is a blue pen. It's blue. It's definitely blue. I see some, some shaking of heads that you don't think it's blue. Well, of course it's not blue. It's ridiculous. It's red. But unless we have someone else to tell us that it's red and not blue, we can't know. This is the same for perfect love. We need to look at what the Bible says and more specifically what Jesus says and what he does. As God, everything Jesus did was perfect. And so we can trust the way he lived as an example of perfect love, of selfless love, and we can do likewise. So now that we know how to act, we need to do it. We need to respond to the love God has shown to us. So verses 16 and 17 of 1 John 4 say this, And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us, so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. God's love is selfless, and the perfect example of this is that he sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him, from verses 9. God sent his son to die for us. That is the perfect selfless act. And because we are like Jesus, we should act like him too. We need to love like God does. We need love that is self-sacrificial. Looking back to Hosea 3, it says, The Lord said to me, Go, show your love to your wife again, though she is loved by another man and is an adulteress. Love her as the Lord loves the Israelites, though they turn to other gods. So God told Hosea to love his wife even though she betrayed him. And this is how we should all act. Now, hopefully none of you will ever have an unfaithful husband or wife, but the message is all the same, to forgive others and to love self-sacrificially. So in this world, there are many ways which we can love like God does. But to do this, we cannot hate others, at least not forever. In verse 20, whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. And you can take that two ways. 
you can take it that you can't hate your siblings, but you, can, but you can't also hate your brothers and sisters of humanity, of other people. But what does hate look like? Hate looks like worldly love. It is selfish and hurtful. Just look at the story of the Good Samaritan. Both the priest and the Levite, who were supposed to follow God's laws and be loving, instead showed worldly love by leaving. We should be like the Good Samaritan and love others, even if they are our enemies, and do so by giving ourselves up. So what does it look like to give ourselves up? Jesus gave his life up. Now, I don't expect anyone here to give their lives up, but we can love others in other ways. Perhaps you can give up your spare time to show love to your family by doing chores. You could spend time praying for others. You could even donate your old things in a COVID-safe way. But anyway, I'm sure most of you got it off by now, um, but we're nearly done. So if you take nothing else away from this talk, take this away. From verse 9, we love because he first loved us. We should love like God because he loved us first. And so now I will close in prayer. Uh, I would like you all to pray with me. Uh, dear God, you are the one who loves. Your love is free. Your love is eternal and your love does not care what we have done. Lord, I pray that, you that we can love like you do, not for selfish reasons, but because your love is perfect. Give us all the opportunities to love like you in lockdown and that we can share your gift of love to others. In your son's name, we pray. Amen.